When I was first asked to share my testimony in chapel today, I answered very easily, sure, of course, what a great opportunity to participate. However, like in so many of the commitments we make, when we actually have to do it, we start thinking of all the reasons we can't or don't want to have to do it. But as a person who is always asking others to speak and share and participate, it's only right that I accept the invitation when it's asked of me. Today we are talking about surrender and what does surrender mean. In all honesty, it's kind of a vulnerable topic to talk about. But perhaps testimonies are always vulnerable. As ministers, we can always speak about a topic. It's easy when you can study and prepare about some biblical or theological theme. But when it's a testimony, that means it's something about me. It's something personal. And the topic is surrender. So back to the question, what does surrender mean? One of my favorite quotations by Anatole France comes to mind. All changes, even the most longed for, have their melancholy. For what we leave behind us is a part of ourselves. We must die to one life before we can enter another. I came across those words a few years ago when I was living abroad. I was enrolled in a master's program at a university in Scotland. It was a great community of international students. I had a lot of wonderful friends, and I spent my days reading and writing, hanging out in cafes with the academics, and I'll admit, life was good. However, like we all know, someday there will be an end to the student life. And while the end of the student life promises certain good things, a job, hopefully, a paycheck, again, hopefully, no more homework, and perhaps even a little stability. It almost also promises the end of good things, that we, of things that we don't want to let go of. What other time in your life are you gathered in a community of people who honestly are a lot like you? People who get you. People who read the same books and want to talk about the same topics, and people who stay up late drinking coffee as you brainstorm about how you're going to change the world. They don't think you're crazy to have big dreams. It's a pretty amazing time. All the while you're enjoying school, you know that surely these good things will someday come to an end. And I remember that moment for me. I was on a bus in Paris, actually, my favorite city. Several of my friends had applied to a summer study abroad program. And because I was way behind in my studies, I figured I would do the responsible thing and instead of enrolling in the program, I would only take a few weeks to go and visit my friends. And so I was there in Paris, and I started daydreaming about moving to Paris. It was my favorite city, after all. I visited the American church in Paris. I talked to ministers there, and I started imagining, could I actually live here? Could I move here? Could I do this? And I thought, maybe I could. And yet, while I was there on that bus, touring around Paris, I was wrestling with the idea of surrender. Where does my desire end and God's desire begin? Can they be the same? And how do I know if I'm really pursuing the, God, the plan that God has for me? Only weeks before the trip, I had learned about a job opportunity. To be honest, it was the job of my dreams. A perfect combination of working with students, ministry, and academic life. 
and it was here at Truett Seminary. While I had been a student at Truett, I'd prayed that God would give me the opportunity to work at a seminary someday, and here was my chance. But the timing and the location seemed off somehow. I was ready for adventure and life abroad and glamour and foreign cultures. Could God really be calling me back to Waco? There comes a point in all of our lives, I think, when we really don't know what the right answers are. But we take a small step forward, and we ask God for the wisdom to know if that is a step in the right direction. And if it's a step in the wrong direction, we pray that God will give us a nudge, and we pray that it's a gentle nudge back in the right direction. I came to that point that day. I knew that following the will of God was sometimes about giving up the excitement and glamour and choosing the simple path. It was about letting go of a flashy new dream and returning to a familiar old dream, an old prayer, an old calling, a place where God first met you, first molded you, and whispered in your ear. I think surrender is a daily choice, too. It's about knowing that you must still dream and hope and plan, and in the meantime, live here, dream here, plan and hope here, And most importantly, serve God here.